What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Muchachas. Hey, Muchachas. <laughs> you know what, Steve, I'm not, I'm not uploading any uh, video. If you want to keep your camera on, you can. Um, I'm just going to do audio. We're not going live. Right? I, just not gonna... I, I just do it at all. Steve's like a mystery, man. He doesn't want anybody, doesn't want anybody seeing the goods. Sometimes you got to show got to show them the goods. <laughs> All right. You guys both ready? Yeah. Hello. Oh, all right. Hold on. Ready. <laughs> is, is Steve like a little bit behind us? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe it was, maybe it was just me then. Hold on. Let me make sure. All right. I was going to make sure my Wi-Fi is off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because if not, I get rosy. It gets weird. All right. Hola, muchachos. Welcome back to Out of Bounds Presents Betting Everything with Wheels. We are here this week uh, with your with your mainstays, uh, you know, Phil and Steve. And, uh, you know, we're ready to break everything down for the upcoming races this week. But before we do that, I want to get into what happened last week, boys. So, so what do we have from last week? Steve, you want to take it? Yeah, I mean... So last week was Daytona, and um, not really. I mean, Daytona is great, right? Yeah, Daytona is basically the Super Bowl of racing. Um, if we check in on the numbers, I think I had maybe had eight million viewers, ten million viewers at the, at the peak of its uh, viewership. So we know this event is fun to watch. A lot of people love to tune in and check it out. It's kind of the first race of the season, kicks off the season. In a big way with 500 miles around one of your biggest uh, ovals, but uh, it also creates some uncertainty in the betting uh, markets and uh, for our betting cards. So 
not the greatest result, but not the worst. Not a huge hole, only a couple units down, maybe. You know, nothing crazy. But yeah, uh, I'll just elaborate a little bit. And they decided to take a bath right as I uh, began recording here. So that's bath water you hear in the background, not a creaky uh, rocking chair this time. So uh, we lost 1.1 units on the actual race on Sunday. Um, you know, and I made fun of Ricky Stenhouse for three full paragraphs in my CBS article. And then he went ahead and won the race. So that, that kind of sucked. Um, but we did hit a 16 to one pole winner on Wednesday. And then we hit a 12 to one winner on Thursday night with, uh, Eric Almarola winning one of the duels. So that, that softened the blow. Uh, the trucks was terrible. Uh, we got the old reverse broom and then, uh, Xfinity, we, we turned a small profit and then a small L, uh, in cup. So all in all, we turned a, a, about a two and a half unit profit. So not too bad, especially with all the volatility and, uh, we get a little bit of predictability back this week. So very, very excited for auto club and, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready to break it down. Yeah. Listen, I mean, you guys, it's, it's no, it's no secret how good you guys are at doing this stuff. And, you know, it seems like like somebody who's who's not been a huge NASCAR fan until, you know, I got to listen to you guys all the time. You know, Daytona 500 was, you know, just as Steve said, that's that's a Super Bowl, baby. So, you know, that was kind of last week. I was able to kind of watch that and, and enjoy it a little bit. So, you know, for you guys to, to, to start the season off there is great. You know, turning profits is huge. That's what you guys do. And, you know, you guys did that really well all year last year. You continue to do it this year. And that's why you guys have so many plays, you know. You're able to to pick it up where where one kind of sags a little bit, which is really good for this week because we got two races here. We got the uh, the production Alliance Group 300 and the Pala Casino 400. So, Steve, what can you tell me about either one or both of these races? All right, so I got a little bit of news here this year. I'm excited to say I've been doing uh, some iRacing. I set up my rig uh, downstairs, so I'm going to have a, a pretty good idea of, you know, the configuration of the track week to week because they kind of rotate the schedule based off where, you know, the real races are that week. So usually I'll probably get on there Tuesday, Wednesday night and uh, really get a good idea of uh, what kind of tire wear is going on, what kind of, you know, the – the, the, the this this is the track you know just really good bottom top lanes etc so we are at auto club this week and um we, it's the last time that the nascar is going there because they're going to be tearing it down and putting in uh i think land house, housing developments so that's not the kind of trade-off i like to hear um this is one of our you know one of our best racetracks i think that we put on so kind of yeah, try to enjoy this last uh, last couple races here. It puts on a really good show, and there's a lot of grooves uh, to be able to work top, bottom, kind of kind of go wherever you want. So, races should be good this weekend. Fantastic! I'm 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 really excited. I think I'm not sure if I'm if I'm quite as excited of of watching these races or somehow getting some sort of video of you i racing. I don't know which one I, I want to see more, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I listen, I, I, I kind of did a little bit of a background here. Um, it looks like it opened in 1997. So, you know, this is a, a track that, you know, 
you know, no, nobody wants to see go. It, it seems like so. That kind of sucks, Phil. What do you what do you got here? Yeah, man, it's a, it's a two mile uh, track, which is pretty dope. It's one of the bigger bigger uh, ovals uh, left on the the schedule, and this thing just eats away at tires. I mean, it is malicious on tire wear, which is awesome. Uh, so drivability comes into play. Uh, the things become, you know, really really hard to maneuver. Um, the the tire fall off like, you know, in lap times is extreme. So um, there can be some strategy late in the race with with taking tires late, and then you can pass cars like they're standing still. We saw that last year in the Xfinity race with Anthony Alfredo. He drove from, I think, 25th to 5th in just a handful of laps because he was the only guy with a fresh set of tires left. Um, so we had this backmarker car passing people like he was speed racer. It was incredible. It was incredible to watch. Um, so, you know, there there is the opportunity to maybe – maybe cash a big uh, dog ticket here if you can get somebody with the right strategy. Um, otherwise, I mean, restarts are awesome to watch on this thing because they fan out four and five wide. Like Steve said, every groove is in play. Even the apron of the track uh, in turns three and four, you can get there and create speed. So, I mean, this thing is awesome, awesome to watch and uh, really excited. So, Steve, why don't we why don't we start with the um, Xfinity race on Saturday, which will probably be moved to Sunday because of the rain. Um, but who do we like to win this thing? Yeah, you're right about that. Unfortunately, it's going to be a wet one. So uh, hopefully we get something in tomorrow. But if not, uh, Sunday does look better, I believe, um, for sure. So hopefully we get maybe even a doubleheader Sunday and we get some night racing in a Sunday night. That'd be pretty cool. So it'd be a cool so. way to. It'd be a cool way to send the track off, you know, with yeah. a, a rare night race here. Yeah, 100%. It's been a long time since they actually used the lights there, so that'd be a pretty cool cool way to end it. Um, starting out the card, I got uh, – so let's let's talk about Cole Custer um, this year. Some may or may not know he's moving down from the Cup Series uh, back to the Xfinity Series. Um, fully expect him to have a really good year this year, so – why not start out here in the auto club where he's going off at plus 450 on DraftKings? Uh, this feel it, this is the best price that's um, available from what I've seen uh, with the shopping that I've done. Ab- Cole Custer absolutely uh, dominated this race last year, and that was actually in a car that wasn't uh, full, you know, full time. And uh, well, it was the car itself was full time, but now he's back in an officially licensed. Stuart Haas racing vehicle. So feel like this is a good, a very good value play for Cole Custer at plus 450. He led most of the laps last year. Uh, it really wasn't too much of a contest. So kind of feel comfortable going back to him. Any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I uh, love, love Custer. Um, you know, he, he actually won this race in the Xfinity series in 2019 as well. Um, I think he had six wins, seven wins that year. Um, but also one of them was at a comp track, uh, Pocono. A lot of people in this handicapping world have not selected Pocono as a comparable track, but we have. So that feels like it's a, um, you know, an indicator of, of things to come. And then also in 2019, he won at Darlington, which uh, is a comp track based on the, the tire wear. So uh, this kid checks off a couple boxes. He's got great history here in the Xfinity series. And then, you know, he won this thing as a as a one-off last year. Um, so he's had a lot of success at the Auto Club track. 
I think he's he's got to be your first bet of the weekend, even though it's chalk. Yeah, I, I like it, and um, like I like I, like I already mentioned, uh, he goes he won last year. He won in that SS Greenlight Racing 07 car. So it was a shit box, Steve. Call it what it is. <laughs> well, it was prepared for it was prepared by Stuart Haas, so it wasn't really though, and you know, and it's it's certainly not going to be a downgrade this year. So for sure. For sure. Um, so I know we have one more widely available outright, and then another one you got to take if you have Superbook. Who are they? Yeah, so we're going to be uh, looking at a couple RCR guys here. And uh, look no further than um, – I want to go straight in order. Uh, Austin Hill is uh, has plus 2,500 over there at Superbook. Uh, really strong uh, – EV play plus EV play there. Um, it's it's eight ten dollars better than most um, other uh, other places. Yeah, uh, I saw I saw seventeen hundred like seventeen to one at a book, and I thought that was an outlier price. DK has twelve to one, uh, so I was like, oh man. And then I checked Superbook; it was twenty five to one. I was like, Steve, we we gotta we gotta put this on the card. Yeah, I was considering playing him at fifteen to one on Fanduel. I felt like that was a reasonable price, and then you get in twenty five, then you're. Uh, that's autoplay territory. So, I mean, bottom line is this is a big, a big oval racetrack. So, um, horsepower is going to be really important. RCR builds some very good engines over there. We saw that last week with Austin Hill. He won um, at Daytona, which, was, you know, obviously you want the uh, best performing engine power you can get. So, that, that could definitely be something that transfers over here to Auto Club. Now, last year, Austin Hill kind of got taken out of the race early on. So didn't really get a good representation of what he could do here at Auto Club. It sounds like he was pretty confident when he was he had an interview earlier that he says he can go back to back. So let's uh, try to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. And we'll uh, we'll get the cash a ticket this time by. So that's pretty cool. Um, you like his teammate as well, Sheldon Creed? Yeah, Sheldon Creed, I think, is a great play here. At 30 to 1, I feel like that's just too long, you know, Creed is going into his second year now in the Xfinity series. Um, the, the one race I think he should have definitely gotten the win last year. He kind of got in a late battle there with Kyle Larson at Darlington. Uh, what a finish that was. Um, kind of a guy that likes to uh, ride the top a little bit. He's been really good at Darlington. I think he's been really good at highway racetracks. So complement that with the car. Uh, like he's again with RCR. So they're building really good engines over there. Complement that, the, those two things together, you might have a good result with a guy that's sort of got a really long price tag. Yeah. I mean, in, in our, our comparable track matrix, um, we know the raw speed is there for Creed. He's got a, uh, an average start position of eight. Uh, so he, he's in good shape there. Like you said, this is a guy that likes to rip the top. So uh, that will certainly be in play. You can create big runs. Uh, so we're looking for Sheldon Creed to be strong. Yeah, both of those, you know, sound great. I mean, the way you guys break them down is fantastic. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be throwing them in right away. So along with that, do we have any other bets that we're doing on this race? Any, any matchups, any, you know, top place winners, anything like that? What do you guys have? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go ahead. So DraftKings this year is uh, – kind of um, 
let back and away from giving us a lot of options here. Usually I just go on there. I'm, I'm able to look at top three, top five, but all they have over here right now is uh, race winner. So if you're, uh, if you're somebody that was using DraftKings exclusively, you have to uh, kind of step outside your comfort zone a little bit and uh, look at uh, some other places. It's, they have, they have uh, locks next to the top three and top five columns. I don't know if you're going to come in later and post them, but bottom line is you may want to look elsewhere until that happens. Uh, so I don't have any top three, top fives yet. I haven't looked too hard elsewhere. I, to be completely honest, um, this race was tough for me because it's our first kind of large oval. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty this weekend. It's a brand new season. Teams, um, Kind of may have some different things going on this year. They may have gotten better or worse. You know, you just don't know until you see the cars on track for the first race, kind of see where teams are. So filling out a car was kind of difficult for me, but we did end up on some things that I liked in the in the in the matchups. So preach, preach. Uh, the first one is let's see, it was Austin Dillon over Sammy Smith, and that's over at uh, Superbook. And it, it, I, I guess Dylan's going to be driving a colleague car, uh, which seems like a, a weird situation there, uh, you know, since he's, he's you know, family of Richard Childress racing. Um, what, what, do you, what do you see in this matchup, Steve, that, that makes us take Dylan besides his cup pedigree? Yeah, so we, have, we do have a kind of a weird situation this year with um, Kyle Busch and Austin Dillon. Uh, Kyle Busch is returning to Xfinity this year. Um, he uh, was in the Cup Series. He's with RCR this year, as most people do know. And he's dropping down and, and, and racing for calling as well for five races this year. So both Austin and Kyle will be uh, racing with colleague racing this year in Xfinity. So I think that's definitely uh, interesting to, to look at there. But it's kind of, for me, it's kind of... You, you get minus 110 on both sides for um, Austin Dillon uh, versus Sammy Smith. He's 25 to 1. So, kind of weird they would put those two guys together in a matchup like that. Uh, Sammy Smith is racing for the first time this year full time in Xfinity. He is with Joe Gibbs Racing. He had, they have really very good equipment. Uh, so, definitely want to keep that in mind. But we have Austin Dillon, who's been. Uh, Kind of a guy that's been a specialist on high wear racetracks in uh, his career, especially last past couple of years. Uh, I think of Richmond. I think of Auto Club here last year. He finished second. So, kind of uh, it seems like it's, it's a good fit for him to be able to kind of take a veteran guy that's good in this kind of racing and uh, kind of take him to, to beat a youngster coming up that hasn't really gotten through the ranks yet. Yeah, I mean Austin Dillon, even on the Cup side in our Cup Matrix. Uh, he's my 10th ranked driver for, for this type of, of track. Plus he finished, like you said, second last year on the cup side. I mean, this feels like a, you know, a layup line kind of, kind of play. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Sammy Smith yet. Um, you know, we, we, we caught some nice value with him last year on some road courses. That was pretty cool. Um, but, but this just seems like a huge talent disparity and, you know, with, with the cars not being that different. So, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, the next matchup we have is John Hunter Nemechek over Josh Berry. Now, um, we know Josh Berry can drive just about anything, including your dad's uh, lawnmower. But uh, we're taking John Hunter over him here 
And why is that? I, th- I think Barry had a top five run last year. Yeah, for me, this is just kind of taking a look uh, and seeing what kind of equipment John Hunter ran last year compared to what he's running this year. Uh, we know that last year he was kind of running with that 26 car with Sam Hunt racing. Um, this year he's full time with Joe Gibbs racing. So he should have a good feel already for his new team over there. Um, I just feel like he's he's a really big talent. I feel like he's underlooked a little bit as far as his driving ability. We know Josh Berry is capable of getting the job done. But for me, this is just the play that uh, makes you want to take John Hunter over a guy like Josh Berry. I mean, I mean, like I said, Josh Berry gets a lot of uh, respect. Um, kind of, He's kind of that um, middle-aged guy that's, you know, he's not too young, not too old, but I just feel like John Hunter here has a little bit of an edge over Barry, who's uh, kind of just been Mr. Consistent, not really, uh, not a lot of upside, not a lot of downside. Kind of, I'm looking for John Hunter to kind of just sneak through this matchup. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that. I, I can see them both running up front. Um, there was one other matchup that you and I talked about at length, and that was the two Austins. So we, we, we played both of these guys in their own head-to-heads. Uh, but Bet365 has them in a matchup against each other. Austin Hill minus 105, Austin Dillon minus 115. You told me you liked Austin, so I guess you're saving the uh, mystery for the show. Which Austin are you on? So, like you said, I think both Austins are viable plays for this race. Uh, however, I think Austin Hill is kind of due for a breakout uh, year in the Xfinity Series. Like. Just like Creed, he's in his second year, so I believe he got quite a bit better in his second half of the year last year, and I really feel like he's ready to kind of capitalize on that and make a statement this year. Uh, he kind of he's he, and he started off uh, last week with a with that win at Daytona, so uh, I feel like that's that's definitely going to be um, taking the nerves off of him. He he knows he's in the playoffs. He knows. Uh, he can get the job done, and um, he he said this is a, a track that suits him well. Kind of you know able to run multiple grooves and be able to kind of do his thing with that. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Austin Hill fan, and uh, I call I, I kind of saw him turning the corner last year, and I had had a couple futures on him to win. I think I had twenty to one. I think I had twenty five to one at one point uh, for him to win the championship. So I believe this is a, a championship caliber guy this year. Uh, kind of stinks that he's going to have to, you know, probably all roads go through Custer this year, I think. Um, but, you know, maybe Austin Hill is is a challenger. Yep, so, for sure. Uh, I think that's all we have for this race. Uh, Kyle, I know you've been doing a little bit of research. Did you have any any plays that you want to add for this race? You know what? Um, I I thought I was going to throw some bombshells out there, but I, I feel like you guys took all my picks. I don't know. Okay. If- I'm I'm just as good as you guys at this, or it's beginner's luck. I don't know. It seems like you guys really, really took it took it away from me. I'm, I was really on the Custer train uh, before before we got on the mics here. So I'm glad that you guys kind of backed that up a little bit. Um, You've always been a custard kind of guy. I'm sweet tooth, big old custard. <laughs> And you yeah. know what it is? It's the first name. It's Cole, man. It's, it's, it's such a good name. It reminds me of, you know, one of my favorite movies, which is Days of Thunder. 
You know what I mean? You got Cole Trickle out there. You know what I mean? You got a guy who's, who's you know, sharing the namesake. So I, if, if you ask me, the guy's born to race, and, and I love it. A little mellow yellow action. That's all it is. You know Bingo. what I mean? That's all it is. But I'm, I'm excited to get into this, this next race here because it sounds like the first race is, a, you know, a big oval. So, so what this next one, what do we have? What's the difference here? What, what are we looking at here? Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No difference at all. Same track. Same track, in fact. Yeah. A lot of lefts. A lot of left turns. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it's a, it's a fast track, Steve. I mean, they're going to, they're going to be pushing 200 miles an hour uh, entering the corners in this thing. So there's a lot of speed. It's not going to be boring. Uh, there should be some chaos. What are we looking at to win here? I, I, I am so glad when you sent me over the pre- preliminary list that one of my favorite guys is on it. So let's, uh let's run it down. What? I can't wait to hear what your favorite, who your favorite guy is. So it's I, Noah, I, baby. I had a feeling it was further down on the list. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, um, my, I mean, my favorite play on this whole car, though, is is going to be a guy. It's a perfect, it's a perfect hybrid 
So you've taken a guy that um, has, has been, it was really good at intermediates last year, um, really good at this racetrack, and then you're putting him in a car that was really good last year in the eight car. So it's going to be Kyle Busch plus 1,000. Um, I just feel like if you put a guy with his driving ability um, in that eight car with Tyler Reddick that ran last year, uh, you, you get a perfect combination of those two things. Uh, Reddick absolutely was very fast here last year before I, I believe he got into the wall a little bit. Um, but bottom line, um, it, it just feels like Kyle Bush, it's kind of Kyle Bush's year for me to um, prove that he's still the guy that he's been in his, his whole career. And this is a great place to start because just I just feel like he um, he's gonna, he's going to do big things in that car this week. The RCR again, it's an RCR car. They got the engine power. They got the um, ability to get it done with Kyle in the car now. So I just, I like that a lot this week. Yeah. I mean, Reddick was the fastest and most impressive car for most of that race last year. Um, he turned the most fast laps. I think he had 90, something like that. Um, he led the most laps by a mile. Um, but the, yeah, that was the race when he cut a tire and then William Byron hit him. Um, and then his legs went numb and he still finished 20, whatever. So um, kind of, kind of impressive that, that all that happened and he was still able to, to, to bring it home as the, the last car one lap down. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's it, really, really cool. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, listen, there's, there's, I think that somebody who isn't a huge NASCAR person or somebody who's just getting into it, these guys are in a lot better shape and, and a lot, you know, it's a lot more difficult to do this than a lot of people realize. So I think when you have stuff like that, it kind of um, bodes well for the sport as a whole. You know, it's, it's just, it kind of gives you a little bit of, of grit in, in a, in a situation where a lot of people don't look for grittiness. So, um, okay. So we, do we have any more winners? Are we looking at, at some, some top threes, fives? What do we got? We, we got five more winners to talk about. Oh, um, and I'll just I'll run down the list here, and Steve can maybe pick some talking points. Uh, we got Bubba Wallace thirty to one, Daniel Suarez, Mi Amigo, forty to one, Austin Dillon forty to one. So I'm guessing uh, because he's getting some extra laps. Uh, Chase Briscoe forty to one as well, and Noah Gregson seventy five to one at DK. You can get him I think at eighty to one on Bet three sixty five. So you want to make sure you're shopping these. Noah's my favorite guy. Rip the fence, Noah. Tell me about these fellas here, Steve. Yes, I mean, I guess I'll start with Noah now that you mentioned him already. You might um, as well. Yeah. So here's the thing: he opened up at sixty to one on DraftKings, um, and I guess nobody is giving him any respect. So the line keeps moving a more favorable way. So if you want to, if you want to bet that, I mean, I'm I'm good with that. Um, I don't think people really. People must not really know what the, what, what's happening here because this is a racetrack where there's a high line and it's pretty dominant and it's high wear. And Noah Gregson absolutely loves Homestead and he was pretty good at Darlington too. So this is a, Noah is a guy that loves to rim ride the wall. So you're getting him at eight to one, and he was pretty good last year on, on the intermediate tracks when he raced with Colleague Racing. He was running, you know, side top ten, top fifteen. And he said last year that he was he did not want to he did not want to take risks, uh, you know, because the car was unsafe. He felt like, 
Uh, I know they did. They attempted to make that better this year. So if we got Noah last year running in, you know, top 10, top 15, and he wasn't pushing in the limits all the way, you know, who knows what he can do now with a, with a team like Legacy Motor Club, who we know is going to have good equipment. Um, you have to also have a teammate in Eric Jones that ran inside the top three, I think he finished. So there's a lot of upside there for Noah this weekend. Yeah, that's that's another good combination. Um, you know, Eric Jones was really strong last year. Um, another impressive guy. And, uh, you know, that's his teammate. So, uh, you know, an extra data point, Noah on the wall. Nobody's better at it than him. So I, I love this guy. Kyle, do you have any feelings about Noah Gregson? Yeah, um, talking about, you know, combinations here, one that he might not want to do this week, especially if we're betting on him, is is beers and a helmet. Um, I wouldn't do that. Um, although, listen, sometimes when you're alive, you drive. And that's the motto I've always lived by. And, uh, you know, if you got a guy slamming beers like that, just let him go, you know? Yeah, yeah he normally waits till after he wins to slam the beers, but he throws up in his helmet during the race. Yeah, that's that's you know either way. I mean, is there really any any way to know that he hasn't slammed a few beers before the race, Steve? It's valid, right? I mean, yeah, what, he's he's all about the white claws, right? He, he's he's he seems to be a white claw kind of guy, you know. And <laughs> and who's not? You know, the guy loves the party. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I like that. Um, you know, that's that's what you need. You need that out here. You need guys who are who are, um, you know, you see it with with NBA and, and kind of more well, well televised and known sports is that, you know, it's it's all about people who are who are out there and and they're, uh, you know, they're they're their own person. You know what I mean? They, they've got their own enigma around them and they've got their own aura around them. And that's what you need. You need personalities. You need people to bring them into this sport because, number one, it is a really cool sport. It's really fun. There's a lot more that goes into it than just turning a wheel. So um, the combination of that, and you can win a lot of money off of it, as you guys have already shown. So, um, okay, do we have anything else you want to talk about winners or we want to start getting into these uh, these these top threes, top fives? Where are we at? Well, I want to segue from you saying um, you need personality into this next driver, and that's Bubba Wallace. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I, I don't see a lot of people on Bubba Wallace this week, which I think is kind of strange because this is a guy, kind of like Austin Hill, absolutely turned a corner the second half of the year. I mean, he, he, he went from running, you know, top 15, top 20 as a good day to winning races. Uh, well, not, not plural races, but he did win a race at Kansas. And I mean, that was a race where he, he kind of got to run the top. And um, I think he, he finished second at Michigan as well, which is a, a comparable track. Yeah. I, I mean, all these races he did well at was kind of like in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we see he has heart. We see he wants to win. So I I feel like this this could be the year that he puts the whole season together. We, we kind of see him run better in the second half of the year sometimes, but this is a new level for him. And even, even at the clash, we saw him running up front with a really fast race car. Uh, he got spun out late, but he could have won that race too. So I love the form he's in. I like where Gibbs equipment and um, performance was on intermediates last year. So 
I don't understand the pricing here. I think it's a little bit too long. And I like I like the value. Nice. And it looks like uh, we're making him a, a ladder play. Top three, top ten. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got plus nine fifty at FanDuel, but it's, it's moved to eight fifty. I still think that's a reasonable price, though. Um, I, I don't mind that at all. So, I mean, I I, I expect. I expect the dirt guys to run well here. You know, you Kyle Larson's Christopher Bell, Chase Briscoe, um, Bubba Wallace uh, is a decent dirt racer as well, though. So it dirt racing is very it, it translates very well to a racetrack like this because you got to run all over the racetrack when you're dirt racing, and you got to run all over the racetrack here at Auto Club. You got to know when the tires are run, are, are going. Um, wearing out you gotta know when to run the top or in the bottom be good at running all those lines so this uh, could complement complement bubba's driving style a little bit too yeah i i agree uh the the dirt guys really seem to show out last year i mean um it it, it just seems like a like a good match uh just since there's so many grooves and and you can find speed in a in a track like this so uh i really like the angle there um so I'm with you. It, it, it feels easy. So it looks like, you know, we're, we're all on Bubba here, um, which is, you know, a combination of, of we, we see some momentum here. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy you know, running well, and, and it seems like he's got a, a pretty good, decent track record at tracks like this. So that's certainly good. Um, I know you mentioned, you know, laddering him, Phil. Do we have some, some other top threes and, and fives that we want to get into? Um, you know, I, I know that, I know that we're, we're, we're coming closer to my man here in our, uh, you know, I saw you guys' card. We're coming closer to my man here in, in the, in the matchup section. So before I let you explain what's going on with that, I want to make sure you guys have enough time to go through all of these. Yeah. Uh, looks like Chase Briscoe is a top three play that, that's a, a long one, 11 to one, uh, for, a, a another very talented driver. And then the top five on me amigo, Daniel Suarez would, uh, What's the thought process there, Steve? Just laddering these guys as well? Yep, so we're on them for the outrights. We got Suarez, 4,000. Uh, Dylan, 4,000. Briscoe, 4,000 as well. So we laddered them them in a couple different ways. Like you said, we took Briscoe for the top three and Suarez for a top five. Um, top five is very good at DraftKings at plus 650. Suarez almost won the race here last year. Uh he gave it a run with Kyle Larson. And really the only reason he didn't win the race was because I believe he kind of took the bottom. And uh, at that point in the day, the bottom wasn't, you know, preferred lane, especially when you're in the lead, you you know, you had, you had lane choice and you got, you want to get that run off the top. And he, he, I think that's just an experience with Suarez there. Uh, I just think he needs um, to do a better job. uh, Hopefully this weekend in, in lane choice there. Um, if, if he takes the top, I don't see it. That, I don't see a way Lars could have gotten by and then gotten away with the win there. I think this yeah. should have been uh, Suarez's race to win last year, and that would have given two wins last you year. Gotta, you got to think, Steve, and and the same thing with Reddick was that was before either of those guys had won a race. So you right. maybe, maybe got to think nerves had something to do with it. Uh, but you know Suarez being out front with two to go, you, you could see a little bit of promise there. So I, I like going back to the well with the the spaniard for sure and we saw how good track house was on, on the mile and a half uh the ovals last year that team was uh 
Ross, I mean, Ross Chastain, I think, had the, just about the best car every week. When you and whenever you went and in, 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 you know an in intermediate racetrack, he was the guy that you're looking at to, to find speed. So and his teammate Suarez is, was right behind him. So I mean, this is a, this is an unbelievable price, forty to one for a guy that almost won the race last year here. Yeah, I uh, you know kind of what you guys were saying. I think uh, you know that's a mistake you probably don't make twice, right? That's something that, you know, when you lose a race like that on, on something as, as simple as, as Steve makes it sound, that's something you don't want to do again. So hopefully he can, you know, come around, come, come out and, and, and not make that mistake. Hopefully he's in the same position again to not make that mistake. And then, you know, we're all looking real good. Um, one thing I noticed from your guys' card is there was a lot of top tens. So what, what do we have going on here? What, what did you figure out? Steve, go ahead, buddy. You, you can take the reins here. Yeah, so I think FanDuel, uh, you can get most of these top 10s on FanDuel. I think they uh, relate to the market. Um, I don't think this was available earlier on. I haven't heard many people talk about these top 10s, but um, we got some really strong value plays for these top 10s in this market. And um, starting out with again with Bubba Wallace plus 160, not that great as far as shopping the lines go, but I just think Plus 160 is super reasonable for Bubba here. Um, he's been, like I said, he's been super consistent. I've talked about him already. Talked about Austin Dillon. Getting him at plus 230. Uh, that, to me, that's, it's not a layup, but it's it's a layup for as far as value goes. I, I mean, Dillon could potentially have a race-winning car on Sunday, so um like that a lot. Suarez, I believe he's plus two seventy. I I almost fell out of my chair when I saw this line. I mean, if you shop across um, your books, I, what is Phil? Was that about a dollar better than the rest of the market? Yeah, and as as you go down this list, it's only going to get more crazy. The value, right? So then you have uh, Ricky Stenhouse, who uh, had a really fast race car here last year. He's a guy that's super good. Um, when it comes to dirt racing, so this fits his eye really well. He's coming off that Daytona win last week. We know that's going to loosen up his uh, driving style for sure. He's going to be able to just run free and know, know he's basically in the playoffs at this point. So he can kind of just do whatever he needs to do. And uh, just like that, like plus 380 in FanDuel. I uh, like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot too, especially the price we're getting. Um, I think it's about a dollar 25 better than the market. Uh, the next two guys are pretty insane value as well. And then we have one that's not on the list that maybe, maybe we'll just drop as a lean. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, this, I mean, this one is amazing. Pretty amazing too. So Austin Cendrick is plus five fifty for a top 10. Now you're getting a guy at plus 550 to just finish in the top 10. And he was on the pole here last year. I believe he finished. A, let me, I can bring up my notes on where he finished, but yeah, he put the thing on the pole. We may not have qualifying. Do you think weather this weekend? Yeah. I don't think we're going to get qualifying. Yeah. Most likely not, but uh, let me bring up my notes and what, you get, I mean, yeah, go 
I was just going to say, Cindric, Cindric got the pole based on speed, and um, he was fast all day. I mean, he was a, a, a about a five to, to seven or eight, um, you know, position car all day long. And he just kind of get, gets along with this type of track. So 550 is an absolutely stupid number. Um, like Kyle said about making the same mistake twice, I don't know if FanDuel is going to make this mistake twice. <laughs> Um, and then the last guy on the list is AJ Allmendinger, six to one for a top 10. Um, now Steve, this one got me, you got me with this one. Cause I know that we both know the Dinger struggles at, um, you know, tracks where he has to control his, his tire wear, especially on the left rear. Um, but you like this play. Is it cause it's six to one? It's definitely a price play. Uh, similar to Cendric, it's kind of just looking at where the numbers are falling and um, just feels like it's it's a it's a must play for me because uh, I'm looking at what he did at Homestead last year. I'm looking at kind of where Colling Racing was with their intermediate program. I feel like they've made a lot of strides at the, at the end of the season last year. Dinger was uh, contending for the win at that Homestead race last year, and this is a similar setup. You gotta gotta kind of run the bottom sometimes. You gotta run the top when the tires are worn out. So I just feel like uh, six to one. You're not asking for him to do a whole lot there. You just need him to kind of uh, have a good run like he had a Homestead. Yeah, and I mean, um, you know, I know it's it's apples to oranges, but that's kind of what he did last week. He he hung around, and then you know you look up and the guy's in the top five, and it's like, where the hell did AJ Allmendinger come from? Um, it, it's crazy, but we were on him, so we cashed the ticket. And then the last one that's not on your list uh, that we talked about is Michael McDowell. That's plus 650 at FanDuel. Um, I played it, Steve, because I'm a degenerate psychopath. But this was uh, plus 325 is seems to be the fair market consensus value. Um, do you agree, disagree? What do you What do you think about that? I'm undecided if it should actually be a, an official play because we know front row racing is not exactly a top tier team. And we're going to a racetrack that requires extremely good car performance. Um, so we know McDowell is very good at tire and management and high wear racetracks. We know that for sure. And we know that he had a, his best career year last year. So that's a good combination there. And, um, so it, it you kind of kind of you kind of got to choose your path there and uh, figure out what you want to do, which which side you want to take. Um, it you, you get in a, a really good price, you know. You're putting you're not putting down a whole lot to get to get a decent return. And uh, who knows how this first week's gonna go? With you know the first intermediate track this year. Right. Right. All right. Well, that seems to round out the positional stuff. Uh, we got two head to heads, maybe three. Um, you want to talk about them? Yeah, for sure. Um, I did want to finish my um, analysis on Cindric a little bit. I want to. I just want to add the fact that uh, his teammates are Pen are both from Penske, and Blaney and Logano. This is one of their best racetracks, and so you're getting a guy with um, Cindric there as, as their teammate. So he, I'm sure he can. He's taking notes from them. He like. So I, I just feel like that's. His, very capable play to get him inside the top 10. Listen, Steve, if there's ever anything you want to put your analysis on, you, you talk, we listen. I mean, this, this show is for you. So buddy, don't be shy. 
you guys very kind appreciate that <laughs> um but let, let's bust into these head-to-heads um the first one was my personal favorite noah gregson even money over ty gibbs is this a numbers play is this because we don't trust gibbs or is it because we like gregson on the wall so much yeah i think it's both uh we saw i i think a lot of people are talking about this we know why this is the matchup, right? I mean, this is these are two guys competing for Rookie of the Year this year. The two I guys think we're gonna, don't really like each other. I, I was going like, to say, I think we're <laughs> going to get this matchup almost every week. I, I, I was just going to say, almost every week, you're going to see this with some sort of number next to it, whether it's minus 115, minus 110, plus 100, like it is this week, et cetera. Are we going to bet on Noah 35 times? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. <you wish. laughs> it, Ty Gibbs struggled last year in this car, right? I mean, you, you, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Um, we saw. I mean, you see, we, Ty Gibbs was, you know, he's arguably in the best car on, you know, intermediate tracks, and he's he's a good short track racer as well. But we just didn't see him perform. We saw Gregson perform at the road course. We saw him perform on intermediate with colleague racing. So I just see a lot more upside with Noah. Uh, and it, I was, let's be honest, Noah was being Ty Gibbs in the Xfinity Series too. So I'm not sure why he's plus 100. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I love it. And then our, our last matchup, I'm sure it's going to shake Kyle to the core. Um, it kind of hurt my feelings. But I care about my wallet more, more than my feelings. We're taking Tyler Reddick, the Redbird, over the Melon Man, Ross Chastain. Yeah, this is just an equipment play for me. Um, you're looking at, um, yeah, Tyler Reddick. He's going to be running uh, the Sam Hunt car. Uh, it's a Toyota. It's pretty good equipment. Ross Chastain's a question mark. We don't even know if he's actually going to run the race or not, because if it runs tomorrow uh, after well, the cup race, he might this, just. This was for the cup race. I apologize. I apologize. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Reddick is going to be in his usual ride. So is Ross. Okay, let's let's start let's start over on that one. I, I get it though, because that that matchup is up for the Xfinity race as well. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah, it makes yep. sense to have him. <laughs> so we're, let's talk about Reddick and tw- with twenty three eleven racing. Uh, so he's with 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 Toyota this year. Um, we know he's a guy that loves to run the wall. Um, my only question is, can he keep it off the wall? You you know, you want to be next to the wall and in the wall. And I I, I believe Reddick, um, he 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 got that win. He he, he got that win. He, he won uh, a road course as well last year. So he won he won multiple times last year, uh, as did Chastain. But I just feel like both these guys are going to be fast. We know that. Um, for me, minus 105 feels like there's an edge there because Reddick, this is such a good track for him. And I feel like this is such a great track for uh, Joe Gibbs racing in general because of how strong their intermediate program was last year. So you take uh, Reddick, who's been strong running the lines. You got to run here with Toyota, who is really good at uh, this type of track. And you have a winning combination. I, and this week's all about combinations. So I know that's probably the theme this week. Yeah, I mean, listen, as, as good as Ross was last year, and and listen, he was he was kind of a folk hero for us. You know, we had that 200-to-1 championship ticket on him. 
that was alive going into the last week because of the Hale Mellon play on the Martinsville wall. Um, you know, he, he was, he was our guy, but you know, a, as good as he was in our data set, he kind of struggled, um, you know, at, at this track type, uh, he's, he's actually the 17th ranked driver in my matrix here. Um, average finish of 21. He had, he had finishes 17, 29, 34, 24, 20, and two. So, I mean, even if you take away that outlier two, you know, finishing position, his numbers get like way worse. Uh, you know, he was consistently just average. I mean, this is a middle of the pack guy. So um, we haven't seen him turn the corner on this track type. We did see Tyler Reddick excel. So, I, I mean, you know, it, it's a smart play. Not all the plays are, are going to be easy to pull the trigger on because, um, you know, you, you start to develop favorites in this sport. And uh, Chastain is certainly one of mine, but Reddick is the side. Right. So, like, last year we, um, we, had, we had a field day with Ross because um, it took a while for the books to kind of figure out, you know, this guy's legit. So, Last year, it was super easy to get value on him, and uh, this year it's going to be a lot more difficult. He's he's made a name for himself, so there's going to be a lot of weeks where uh, the numbers, you know, maybe it's a little bit too short. Um, we, we may have see some other teams start to catch up to track house racing. Uh, these big teams this year are probably going to take that big step forward with um, engineering, et cetera, so... I want to see where a track house goes this year. Um, so let's see how uh, the season starts and how this team continues to progress this year. Um, I still think they're hanging uh, too long a number on Suarez. I feel like he's so closer than the books are giving credit for to his teammate, Ross Chastain. So I'm going to hang on to Suarez. I want to see where Ross goes this year. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Cause you know, Chastain was kind of the flashy track house guy. Suarez was, was not, I mean, um, and you, you, you gotta wonder, are these other teams going to catch up to the, the pit road edge as well? I mean, Ross had a huge edge week in and week out on pit road. Um, that does matter here, uh, at this track more so than it did at Daytona. So I'll be interested to see how that data starts to shake out in this first quarter of the year to see if they're, you know, still the best or if, um, you know, during this, this off season in the winter, if the other teams sort of caught up. For sure. So that's all, I think that's all we got, right? Uh, and then we added Denny over chase. Yes, that's correct. So another, another, uh, Joe Gibbs driver there that we, uh, want, we want to back, um, chase Elliott kind of struggled on, on a, quite a bit last year on the, on, the, on these uh, large ovals. So I feel like that's a good play there. Joe Gibbs was super strongest track type. And uh, Denny Hamlin, I believe, similar to like Kevin Harvick, he is so good at uh, saving tires and these high-wire racetracks. He is, he's so, he's been very good at, at Richmond. Uh, Darlington has been one of his better racetracks. He's always, a, he seems like he's always a favorite to win at Darlington. So this is super comparable racetrack to that. And Toyota last year, as some remember, they had the, um, the sand getting stuck in the, on the, on the front end of the car is making them overheat. So looking at what they did last year at this, at this track in particular, you can't compare. So 
I feel like uh, they're going to show how they were at similar tracks like Darlington, Kansas, Homestead, et cetera. So, yeah. And I mean, the, the Toyotas, they, they had a lot of issues last year here. I mean, this was only the second race with the new generation car. So a lot of Toyotas struggled with um, overheating issues, but, you know, Denny seemed to be the lone holdover and, you know, he was decent throughout the day. Chase Elliott though, uh, he spent more time in trouble than Kyle did in high school during this race last year. He got wrecked by his teammate while going for the lead. He blew out a tire. He caused a caution all by himself. Um, so Kyle, this, you know, betting on Chase Elliott would kind of be like betting on your, your high school behavior. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there's one thing you want to do, it's bet on me at any time. So we're, we're taking Hamlin here. Yeah. That's, I think that's where your mistake is. Um, you know, I know you guys are the uh, you know, so, so-called experts, but listen, if you ain't first, you're last, all right? So, you know, put the guys in trouble, whatever it is, okay? There is there is no I in team, but you know what there is? There's a Chase Elliott and I. So, that's uh, you know, that's going to be my two cents here. I'm not the expert, all right? Don't, don't follow me because, you know, I'm on Chase and I love my melon man, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so that's where I'm at, but, you know. Uh, what else what else do you guys have here? Is there is there anything else that that, that the listeners or, or anybody who wants to, you know, fatten up their wallets a little bit need to know about for these for the either one of these races? Uh no, I, I think that, that kind of clears the deck for these two races. Yeah, just uh, one final note. Um I wanna see how Ford does this weekend. They got a little bit of adjustment here on the front ends of these cars, so sadly they may have something cooked up and uh Maybe some hidden speed uh, could be coming from them this week. I want to see uh, – I'm just really curious to see this weekend like what teams have speed in, in both Xfinity and Cup. It should be really interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm just kind of bummed about the rain. You know, it, it's it's a 100% chance of rain tomorrow. Uh, so it's going to wipe out qualifying, which, you know, we love to bet on. It's going to wipe out the Xfinity race, which, you know, everybody needs a degenerate – action on saturday so uh looks like that stuff is all going to get pushed to sunday it's going to be a full day uh so hopefully the 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 track team can get get the track ready to go for a a very long day on track sunday um you know while kyle and i are are also betting xfl um but listen steve is awesome we we all we all value steve's steve's brain and from it there were lots of plays in formula one this week that he put in, in into the book club uh, some season-long props that I'm very, very excited about. And, uh, Steve, does does F1, do they get going next week? Is that right? That would be correct. They oh, are- my God. <laughs> we are back in paradise starting next weekend. We're about to be very, very busy. So I guess the best advice we can give you is, you know, and Kyle knows this, uh, but most of the plays throughout the week come Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, uh, and these lines move before, you know, we get to go on the air a lot of times. So uh, I would rec- recommend joining the book club. Kyle is not not taking the cue yeah. here. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was going back and looking at book club plays. I mean, I, I you know, you say stuff and uh, when you guys put it out, man, I put it in. All right. It's just that simple. Um, unless it's against my man, Chase. Um <laughs> But realistically, you know, I, I, I like to look at stuff. You know, there's so many plays that go out in the book club that 
it's you know some if you if you if you fall asleep for an hour you you miss something and most likely it won so you know just like you said steve's been killing it with the golf as well um i mean it's 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 just fun to watch when you know you have somebody like steve who's breaking it down for you so it's, it, first round leader this week 66 to one we'll take that no, no big deal no big deal yeah. So, all right, man. I think that I think that wraps it up. Kyle, you have been an awesome host. We we were uh, really thrilled when you said you'd hop on board because nobody likes to listen to me ramble. So, when you can guide the conversation, it's a good day for the listeners. Yeah, listen, I I, I do my best for you guys. I know, uh, you know, when we get into our NFL and football stuff, you know, I know I ramble, but you know, these are these are things we feel passionate about, right? You know, it's it's all about you know making money at the end of the day, and and you know, I think. That's one of the reasons why we want people to get in the book, so, book club so bad is because that's what we do. We make money. So it doesn't matter what sport you're on. It doesn't matter any of that. Um, I know that this is the, the betting everything with wheels edition, but, you know, I do have a, a quick question for you guys before we go. Um, listen, baseball's back, baby. All right. I'm sitting here with my, my clear water shirt on. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready for these Phillies to start back up. Did you happen to see – what happened with Machado? He asked about the price of eggs. Was all I was all I caught. That was not what I was what I was referring to. He became the first one to hit this pitch clock, and actually, like I, I guess, lost. It was an automatic strike on him or whatever it may be. The game ended in two hours and twenty nine minutes. Wow! Which to me, listen, the hardest thing about baseball is if you're not playing it or you're not at the game, is being able to sit down for three and a half to four hours to watch these games. If you can condense these things at two and a half hours, it's it's even great. So, you know, I know we all throw out plays on everything. I know that we have Arch who, who throws, you know, was great at baseball and stuff like that. But I'm really excited about that. It's back. So that's another reason to jump into the book club as soon as you can. But, um, yeah, is there anything – <clears throat> no, I, I didn't know that about Machado, but I, I love that it happened to him. That guy's a prick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he's going to opt out. Piece yeah. Of After signing a 10 year. Steve, would you opt out if the Everything with Wheels podcast signed you to a 10 year, $300 million uh, contract? Would you opt out? Uh, I don't think so. I would, I would take, I would, I would, you know, consider my options, but I, I think I would say, uh, just stay right here. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want to, you definitely want to shop around for a better deal, but probably settle on the ten-year, three hundred million to podcast with me. So that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, I don't know where you, where you're going to get the thirty million dollars out of the, you know, out of your pockets to pay Steve every year, but you know, maybe take a, a small chunk of it and and you know fix the floor or or not hear the bathroom when you're. When you're that's you know that that would just be my 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 pick. You know, Listen, right? everybody knows in my house um, that when I'm podcasting and they take a bath, they have to leave the bath water in the tub until I say I'm done, or else you can hear it. So uh, there is 100% a bathtub full of water upstairs. I, I love it. I love it. Steve, you got anything else for for us or the people? That's all I got. Um, as you as you said with baseball, speed up the speed the game up. I love it. NASCAR is trying to speed their races up. We're taking stages out of road courses this year. That is a big plus. Thank goodness. 
because those stages and road courses very long. So we like we like speed in our sports. Yeah, I, listen. If I'm placing a bet, I want to I want to win immediately. You know what right. I mean? I'll throw it back to me immediately. So I can bet on something else and lose. That's that's my whole. Thing. You know what I mean? So I've always been a speed guy. I'm I'm big on the speed, baby. Still, you got anything else for anybody? Nah, that's it. Alright, well fantastic. Thanks everybody for, for coming out, listening to us talk. Talk a little bit about turning left a lot, you know. Um, appreciate everybody for, for you know the continued support, getting the book club, and this has been uh, betting everything with wheels presented by how to balance. And uh adios muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.